Hello and welcome to Caravan Podcast, a show about Pakistan's startup ecosystem where we have intimate conversations with founders and investors driven to catapult Pakistan into the digital age. We'll discuss what it's really like to start a business, the highs and the lows, the setbacks, the comebacks, the lessons, everything. I'm your host, as always, Ahmad Mia, partner at Caravan, a community-driven venture capital platform. Now, given the nascent ecosystem, there's a massive spread between the talent in the country and the resources that are available to support them. Our mission at Caravan is to close that gap by providing both capital and expertise at the earliest of stages. You can find more information about Caravan at www.caravan.vc. In this episode, I sit down with Aruj Ismail, the co-founder of Gharpar, a Pakistani app-based platform to book beauty services from the convenience of your home. Aruj talks about the journey of Gharpar and the different insights she picked up along the way. She also discusses how they are coping with the stress of the current COVID situation. Interesting. I did my undergrad in social anthropology from SOAS in London. And even for one of my dissertation topics, I did like a topic on salons. So like the culture of salons in Pakistan, in which it kind of like acts like a safe space, but it's also like a place of like toxicity when it comes to like womanhood. So like that kind of like interested me in like in the salon industry. Um, Post my master's, I moved back to Pakistan and I joined Coca-Cola. And I was primarily looking at communications and PR. And I worked there for around like three and a half years. Uh, From there, I went to British Council. And while I was at the council, um, we kind of like came up with the idea of Gharpar. So the idea of Gharpar was really interesting because instead of like coming it from the demand point of view, we thought that, you know, we would come it from a supply point of view. Like we were four individuals and we all were kind of always been very like purpose driven. So I think that kind yeah. of like made the business pretty much where it is right now, right? Because it wasn't based on like, oh, we want to like garner so much profit. At the base of it, it was like, we have to help people. And the beauty industry in Pakistan, it's usually happening that there is a lot of exploitation. So you have salons, there is indentured labor. People have fake contracts illegally hired. It has been hired in the morning and the work has been done. And the average salary of the salon is only 11,000. So we kind of took this problem on board and we were like, you know, like, how do we kind of like help women? And because, you know, like even in all like development indicators, if you empower a woman, you empower a whole household. Completely. So the, the, the idea of Gharpar came that उनको एक स्किल सेट दें अगर एग्जिस्टिंग स्किल सेट है हम उसको अपस्किल करें और वहां से हम लोगों के घरों में उनको आगे कनेक्ट कर लें सो दैट्स लाइक मोटा मोटा लाइक द जर्नी बट तो एसेंशियली यू आर एंपावरिंग दीस वुमेन टू बिकम देयर ओन एंटरप्रेन्योर्स और घर पर एक प्लेटफार्म है जो व्हिच इज फैसिलिटेटिंग दैट बेसिकली Absolutely. So we're basically creating micro entrepreneurs, right? So we're yeah. so we're a startup, we're entrepreneurs, we're like kind of like then creating a rolling effect of creating more entrepreneurs. So these women essentially what they do is that they invest in their business. It's not we don't treat it as an NGO, we're a social enterprise. So we do believe in sustainability of the business. So what yeah. we do is that basically these women invest in a toolkit which costs around twenty five thousand to thirty thousand rupees. And they take out loans from microfinance institutions. And based on their toolkit, we kind of give them skill sets. So we teach them from scratch 
how to like conduct services, what is the technical knowledge behind it, what is the hard skill that you require. But on top of that, what is like really essential to Gharpur and his services is the soft skill that we empower, right? There's yeah. a whole element that we work on personal grooming. How can you bring in like confidence, right? So a lot of these women come from very like marginalized or minority backgrounds. So 65% of your beauticians come from Christian backgrounds in Pakistan. That's a statistic which exists. So mm-hmm. we kind of work with these women that, you know, like you are, you can stand up on your own. You know, you do have self-worth. And on top of that, you know, we do tech literacy with them. All our beauticians know how to like order an Uber or a Kareem. You know, they do all their payments through a mobile wallet. So it is, the change is transformative. You know, it's not just that, oh, we have income ko income from just general other things as well, right? Like there's a sense of self-worth that these women have now. Yeah. So the, a sense of empowerment of owning your own business and, and being able to do all of these different things that you're, you're, you're kind of creating. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you, how was that process of insight to social entrepreneurship driven? How did you kind of come hmm. up with the microloans and, and, and the different kinds of elements in the business processes to get this up and running? So I think what happened was it was kind of like a trial and run uh, where four people, uh, we co- four, four co-founders co-founded the company, right? So we have mm-hmm. Mevish, who was kind of like, she had a research and ops background and she also has a microfinance background. Uh, Shamila, who our CEO, she owned the salon. So she kind of had all the like beauty knowledge to it. Fareed it. Uh, was in finance. I was in marketing, right? So we kind of like a lot of a lot of where we are today is a function of like, okay, this isn't working. How do we optimize it? Which is a really important lesson when you're kind of like in your own business, right? Like yeah. you constantly have to like able to navigate and adapt to the situation. Okay. हम शुरू में टूलकिट खुद देते थे ब्यूटिशियन को होना ये शुरू हो गया था कि ब्यूटिशियंस टूलकिट लेकर चोरी करके भाग जाती थी अब हमारा जो कैश था दैट वुड गेट ट्रैप्ड बिकॉज़ जो टूलकिट हमने इन्वेस्ट किए वो तो ब्यूटिशियन लेकर चली गई ब्यूटिशियन ने अपना नंबर चेंज कर दिया है घर का पता कुछ नहीं है तो वहां से द आईडिया केम कि हमें एज अ बिजनेस वी हैव टू हैव सम फॉर्म ऑफ सिक्योरिटी एज़ वेल तो वहां से हमने लाइक मेविश केम अप विद द आईडिया ऑफ माइक्रो फाइनेंस लोन्स बिकॉज़ शी आल्सो वर्क इन इंस्टीट्यूशंस and we kind of then like added it in the SOPs. It also kind of gives people the sense of accountability, and now I'm going to be able to make some use of it rather than just giving grants. And, and that's something that I, I'm like, I personally am not a big believer in grants because it just kind of takes mm-hmm. away the idea that you need to give this back eventually, you need to kind of do something. People take it for, again, for, for granted too, too easily. So that's why the, the idea of a for-profit for business and, and, and an enterprise that has a social angle, I think that kind mm-hmm. of applies to this, this particular insight as well that you had, where making people purchase through accessible microloans was getting you better results. Absolutely. The idea is that if someone gives so now when you actually had the platform going, how were you able to get the first thousand customers per Garpur? 
अब आपका सप्लाई साइड हो गया एंड यू गॉन एंडिक्रिएटेडिट Actually, Ahmad, getting the first thousand customers was really easy. Like we were really lucky in that sense because the at-home beauty industry already existed before we came. It was just an informal challenge. So, होता ये है कि औरतें अपनी वैक्सिंग वैक्सिंग वाली से करवाती थीं पहले से ही. तो हमने basically existing structure को बेहतर कर दिया कि हमने उसके अंदर शश्के डाल दिए. हमने कहा अच्छा आप वेबसाइट के थ्रू ऑर्डर कर सकते हैं वी विल वी विल गारंटी दैट यू विल गेट दीज थिंग्स इन योर सर्विस योर ब्यूटिशियन विल बी प्रोफेशनल योर ब्यूटिशियन विल रीच ऑन टाइम शी विल हैव हंड्रेड परसेंट हाइजीन शी विल यूज स्टेरलाइज टूल सो गेटिंग वन थाउजेंड कस्टमर्स वॉज नॉट एन इशू फॉर अस एंड वी एक्चुअली क्रैक द कोड इन द सेंस वॉज दैट इनिशियली वन आई वॉज डूइंग द मार्केटिंग आई वुड काइंड ऑफ डू इट हम अ वेरी इंडिविजुअल सेंट्रिक एस्पेक्ट टू इट राइट कि एक इंसान ने उसके पास टाइम नहीं है वॉज वेरी गोरा कॉन्सेप्ट फॉर मी कि क्योंकि मैं बाहर से पढ़ कर आई थी मेरी मेरी थिंकिंग भी वैसी ही थी कि अच्छा एक एक इंसान के तरीके से सोचो राइट बट वी काइंड ऑफ गेट दिस वन कैंपेन इन विच वी डिड लाइक a sleep over party campaign um and we kind yeah. of like shot that as a video in which they're like lots of friends and they're, they're getting the ghar par service and what happened from that campaign was that our orders increased by 300% and oh, wow. that was like one of the the major insights that we had that in in pakistan a lot of a lot of like beauty aspect is a social aspect as well right you'll go to a salon with your ammi you'll go to your salon with yeah. your friends you'll go to a salon with your bhabhi so we kind of then like took that aspect and we kind of like used that instead of like doing more of a westernized notion ke ji you know you're going to save time it's professional we kind of like work towards that you know you're creating moments with your loved ones at your own I, so i love that that's such an important insight it was like and 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 applicable to so many companies that i have come across where this gora thinking yeah. kind of comes you know like especially because a lot of entrepreneurs sometimes that you you see you think and you you speak to have gone outside and and now have the mentality of the west and try to force it yeah. upon the east and that in a lot of instances is just not possible because we are a very different culture we are a very different country and we have our own kind of traditions So Absolutely. you telling me about this is is super interesting and it's such an important lesson for people to to Thank kind of you. to garner and and to use upon to use in their in their businesses. Yeah. No it is it's really important. I think like just having an anthropology background for me really helps me because like I can really like then like go deep into like different cultures, right? Like there's there's a contemporary culture that we have, there's a societal culture, there's stuff like that, but um so from that aspect like we have to think beyond a blueprint model of you know this is an uber for x you know it yeah. doesn't it doesn't work that way the dynamics of market is so different in pakistan like even if you just look at labor dynamics right it is completely different like we cannot just be like hum is is company ka chhapa pakistan mein maar lenge wo nahi chal sakta completely and i think har ek market mein like they have their own kind of intricacies that you need to kind of apply so yeah it, coming right. coming coming back to your business now how did you kind of have you have you guys raised funding for this yeah how, how did you how did you initially fund it so we bootstrapped uh, initially uh, and then uh, as soon as we bootstrapped we also entered a lot of competitions 
So mm-hmm. we we entered the startup competition <clears throat> in 2016. It was by USAID, and we were runner up in that. Then there was a Net Solka competition. So we were kind of like always getting like some form of money through either competition, but we had also like put in uh, money personally. Uh, so we bootstrapped, okay. and in 2018 we raised investment. And how has it been since? Like, was it easy to kind of convince people of 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 your idea when you were raising funding? No. Um, I think it's it's difficult when you're a woman-led business, your product is for women. Because, you know, essentially, Amart, like people also view beauty industry as a very recreational industry, right? Uh, and yeah. you can't really blame them as well. Because usually the salons that were made in Lahore or in, in other cities, they were mostly made by like a lot of housewives and they kind of like opened a side business uh, while they were running their houses as a passion project. Yeah. But so kind of like convincing people like that is difficult. Also, I think the more difficult part was the social enterprise aspect of it. That we would get a lot of, um, how would I say, uh, like people would always kind of just be like, this is a very noble work that you're doing. So, <laughs> so I think like convincing people has been a bit hard. But, you know, it's, it's also good to have a challenge. Uh, it kind of like drives you more. Personally, it drives me more when someone is just like, nay, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm with the Kakarongi kind of a thing. So, yeah. So, uh, what are some challenges that you face every day being a co founder and, and the CMO of, of a company like Garpar? Like, what things come up? Um, I think challenge wise, uh, tech is a challenge uh, for us to, to constantly like innovate the tech. I think managing human resource, uh, especially the beautician end, is a huge challenge um, because, you know, there's an intersectionality of it that we didn't really realize. We were all like, we all studied abroad. When we came back, we thought that, you know, we've like cracked the jackpot uh, of this model. But, you know, just getting supply side on board, it is very difficult. Keeping them motivated is very difficult. The way they view life is completely different to how we we view it, right? Like we can set like, in right? It doesn't matter whether they've saved the money or not, because that's not the the mentality that they have grown up with. And you can't blame them. So kind of like changing mindsets from like a fixed mindset to a growth mindset uh, yeah. for the beauticians is challenging. It's like a daily challenge that we have. Um, so, yeah. So tell, tell, tell me about one of the most difficult periods that you've experienced so far in the business. I think currently COVID. Is, I mean, that's, I was going to get to that quite, perfectly. So tell um, me, tell me about, COVID is about the situation. So we were kind of in our growth phase right now. We were yeah. deciding to kind of scale up to like in other geographies, especially around the GT belt. And uh, literally everything was in place. We were, we had hired a full stack tech team to kind of like ensure that our tech is up to speed. And then COVID happened. So, which, you know, at the point was just really depressing. Um, but I think it also made you realize that there are so many ideas that you park, you know, that you're like, nah, nah, abhi time nahi isko karne, isko side pe rakho, isko abhi time yeah. nahi and, and COVID has kind of like made you like realize that, you know, this is the best time that you can kind of like, not pivot exactly, but more like experiment uh, in this 
scenario, right? So like we're experimenting with ghar par khana right now, which is like uh, another okay. vertical for frozen foods uh, in which we're going to like, we deliver frozen food for people. It's also the best time because it's Ramzan. So we can do yeah. that. We're kind of like uh, researching on creating our own products or creating like DIY like kits that people can use because we do have inventory right now, right? So like how do we use yeah. the existing resources or the assets that we have in order to sustain the business. So I think there is a lot of scope. It's just a matter of like, you know, you need to completely like go on the balcony and view the situation completely differently as opposed to be fully absorbed in in the business and be like, oh, this one stream is not working, you know, but yeah. you, know, you also have opportunities that you can open up seven different new streams and experiment because this is like the best time to do it. I mean, I, I completely agree. And I think this, this forcibly kind of gets you to like a step to low, look at it from a bigger macro perspective as to what's going on and and, and focus yeah. on these things. You, can, you have these resources available from the different businesses and, and, and the different business processes that you have created with the original idea of Gharpa, right? So yeah, up, up, physically, you cannot, I'm assuming, um, do the original business at the moment with the lockdowns, mm -hmm. sending beauticians, all yeah. that stuff. So which is now getting you into the other angles that your business can operate due to the resources that you have already built. Yeah. And so, how's that been? I do think um, it's been really challenging, uh, to be honest, like just generally, you know, like there's this whole like notion of being a startup founder and this whole culture of like, you know, be a hustler. And sometimes I'm just like, nahi karni hustling, yaar, bas ho gaye me. So <laughs> I think, I think, you know, like, you know, there, there are like mental health implications as well when you're starting up your own company and something that Completely. is so uncertain. Aapko pat, aapko pata hai nahi so it's, it's been really challenging, I think, but as the founders have been very supportive, um, you know, we're constantly like, I think the brain is also using itself in like a turbo mode, like literally yeah. every day there's like a new like idea. It's like, oh, I have another idea today. So, you know, let's try to like do this. Um, but I think, you know, the other thing is everyone's in it as well. So it's not, it's not, you know, it's a personal infliction that I'm having. So mm -hmm. that kind of gives you some form of sakoon, I guess, but uh, I'm not going to lie. It is difficult, but and I love that. And uh, you're right. Like everyone is going through this, right? Like it, it's so unprecedented and haven't been able to go out. Businesses have been shut down and, and this, this situation is so bizarre. Are you guys looking yeah. at how and what the business looks like coming looks like coming out of COVID? Um, yeah, so I think that there is a lot of scope uh, after coming out of COVID because salon industry in itself is going to get impacted just because of the share number that go in one proximity. So the at-home model would be interesting. Also, what we're seeing is that existing salons like Deplex, which is one of the biggest chain of salons, is also moving into the at-home space, which for me, I think is really exciting because the pie is getting bigger um, yeah. and we can capture more of the market. And also, apart from that, there's also areas of collaboration. I think that 
one of the biggest maslas in pakistan is that everyone wants to reinvent the wheel nobody mm-hmm. wants to be like acha yaar ye business ye kar rahi hai iske sath milkar kuch aage kar lete hain you know it can be like yeah. another form of like sharing revenue i don't know whether this is a cultural aspect of us or it's something else but we just don't do it like we're just so paranoid constantly that we don't want to like partner up with other things so i think from our tech standpoint it's an interesting uh interesting place to be in with other salons trying to come into the home market when we have kind of cracked what the back end kind of looks like how it will be so i think i'm really excited about post covid um just from a business point of view um and kind of like pivoting it pivoting it more into the tech space as opposed to like a service industry space yeah so yeah now aruj last question for you if you could describe three of the most important lessons that you've learned in your journey so far hmm you know it's really funny i've heard your podcast so many times and i was like i know the answer to this <laughs> when you ask, when you ask it just becomes a bit harder i think uh the first one is um, just a background to this that i work with my siblings uh, and my friend so yeah. i think the biggest lesson for me is that you know like just because someone is critiquing you is not a personal attack uh it's very Completely. important to kind of uh differentiate between personal and professional and kind of like taking the criticism on board as constructive criticism as opposed to you know getting a bit personally tied up to the criticism or the feedback uh i think number 2 is that you are not your customer i think this is something that so important keep on learning every single day like feedback is so important i cannot stress upon how important feedback is because like when we start thinking ki ji ye mujhe acha lag raha hai to ye main laga deti hu deal wo nahi chalegi aapki aapko pata hona chahiye ki aapke client ko kya chahiye aur constantly aapko apne client se rabte mein rehna chahiye like you know you have to keep on like we have this thing in which the founders like do cold calling to clients just to check up being like acha how are you feeling you know what do you what do you want to change in the service what do you not want to change in the service what is it that you like so just to kind of have the pulse on what the client is feeling uh, at the current time and i think uh, covid has kind of made us all very agile so agility yeah. like learn to adapt and quickly even if it's not like a 100% like fully planned business or a pivot just still do it like i think it like we get stuck in the intricacies of it ki nahi ye nahi abhi rehta ye bhi rehta hai usse farak nahi padta wo aap baad mein sikhenge aap bas shuru kare thank you so much for listening if you guys have any comments your feedback please do send them my way mera direct email address hai amad@caravan.vc aur na aap hamare bare mein aur information hasil kar sakte hain on our website which is www.caravan.vc or on instagram Um, our handle is at caravan.vc. Until next time, Khuda Hafiz.